You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. Hello, Oncers, and welcome to another exciting episode of Once Upon a Time. It's Season 3, Episode 10, The New Neverland. I'm Tiana Hobson. Sadly, Kathy Kelly is not with us tonight, but that's okay because I have my other two homegirls here holding down the fort. I'll let them introduce themselves. Westside. Westside writers. I'm Kaori Take, and next to me. What's up, guys? I'm Marissa Serpine. Um, thank you for being here with me tonight, guys. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Marissa, I'm glad you're sitting here with us. I know. It's, I know. It's I'm a, on panel. Yeah. It's a delight. It's a delight but to Kathy's have you here. But Kathy's not here. I know, but Kathy's <laughs> missing, so we'll get it together one missing day. Missing puzzle one pieces. Day. One day we will get this together. <laughs> um, let's get into tonight's episode. A lot of stuff happened, and a lot of setup happened for the winter finale. Um, I wanted to start by talking about the Charmings and their honeymoon. <laughs> we got to see, you know, what happened. We've seen what happened after Regina left the wedding, but we never saw what happened after, you know, or what Regina did after the wedding. We never saw what the Charmings did after the right. wedding. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of exciting to see their honeymoon. Um, not your wh- typical honeymoon. Yeah, not your nope. typical honeymoon, you know. They're adventure seekers, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, well, Snow is. Snow actually doesn't want to go on a honeymoon because she wants to fight back um, against Regina's threats against the kingdom. Um, charming, being the sweet, charming person that he is. Like, no, sweetie, you know, take your mind off of things. Let's go on a honeymoon. So she chooses to go to the Summer Palace where she tells Grumpy that there is a weapon there that might be able to help defeat Regina once and for all. Um, and so they get there and... One thing that Corey and I realized in this scene was that her cloak, Snow's cloak, when she walked into the Summer Palace, was amazing. <laughs> we both said we want that at the same at the time. same time. Pretty cool, and mm-hmm. it is cold in LA right now. I know people think that's a joke when people say it's cold in LA, but it is cold right now. And that cloak, all I could think of was how warm it would keep me because I thought that too. It just was so fierce. So props to the costume department awesome. because well, if you think about it, they are shooting in Vancouver. It's colder yeah. up there. <laughs> so it might actually help her on site. Yeah, it might help her out a little bit. Um, well, she tries to sneak out of the palace, which proves to be you know, not the best idea because Charming knows her so well that he even knew that she was up to something. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells him about the um, creature that lives in a cave that the servants used to talk about, and it's Medusa. <laughs> Medusa. Yes, Medusa. Okay. So- <laughs> Go for it. I was like, I already know Marissa has something to say about this. All right. So I don't know if you guys listened to our, our other podcast, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. We had a prediction that one of the characters in that show is Medusa. And then now that we have seen Medusa in actual once, but the way that they showed her, she's all gold and mysterious looking. Mm-hmm. We never mm-hmm. really saw a human form, so yeah. it could be. If they did, 
a crossover, it could be the same person from Once in Pot and Time in Wonderland. Have they I'm been hoping, having a lot of I'm crossovers? Uh, once they had they've had mentions couple. here and there. Not so it's, much like people mm-hmm. per se, but like they mentioned Granny and like a couple oh, cool. choice, yeah. choice locations and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I because there's a character in Wonderland that we think is Medusa. So I think if they ever did a crossover, it would be It could still her. work, especially yes. since mm-hmm. that person on Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, it was from years ago, and we don't know how long ago, so right. she could have been in one land and gone to another land. We don't know. Um, they also had Robin Hood on Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, so mm-hmm. there has been it a little bit. Person. Nice. Yeah. I think he was the, the only person who really crossed. Yeah, who really crossed. Cool. So there has been something. So hopefully the Medusa thing can still stand. Um, so we find out that Snow's plan is to turn Regina into stone so that, you know, she's out of their hairs. But one thing that I'm glad Charming brought up was that, you know, they had Regina caught and she was about to be executed and Snow stopped it. So why the sudden change of heart? Like, what's going to make it different this time for her? Aha, uh-huh, but see, I thought that was a big difference between killing her and turning her into stone because stone is, I guess, reversible, especially after seeing this episode. It is reversible. So I did see a difference there. And I also... Can, oh, yeah. oh, sorry. I, I predicted that... Snow wanted a family, and that's why, like, her feelings change. Now mm-hmm. there's something bigger, and it's not just the kingdom. It's the fact that she wants a child to live in a safe place. Yeah, and I can understand why Regina would want—I'm uh, well, sorry, uh, Snow would want Regina just to be turned into stone. It's containing her, mm-hmm. in a way. It's trapping her magic, so she, she can't use her powers against anyone. It's just literally keeping her in stone so she can't do any harm, and— as opposed to actually killing and committing yep. murder, yeah. So the the way of sto- you know stoning is a little bit more humane, <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. More <laughs> <humane>. a little bit. <laughs> That's true. Um, so they make it to the entrance of Medusa's lair, which looks exactly like Regina's. What's it called? A mausoleum uh, or something? Yeah, I, I call her her arsenal. Her <laughs> arsenal. Her whatever it's called. It looks very. Similar. I couldn't tell if it was the exact same place, but definitely had some similarities there. Um, they are trying to, you know, get Medusa going. They work out this plan where Charming distracts her and she's running. Snow tries to chop off her head with the sword and it broke, which I guess no one saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that coming It looked at all. like it got the head chopped off. I was like, wow, that was a really good yeah. shot on her part without really looking, but I don't know. It went by so fast that yeah, like, the and, sword just kind of split. Yeah, and I also have this huge fear of snakes, so the whole Medusa snake-like oh, yeah, thing, I couldn't really watch too closely during this scene because I know it's <laughs> fake and it was all animated, but... That Medusa was scary looking. Yeah, she was scary looking. Whoa. That it, little rattle at the end, you know. Did anyone get a throwback for a Clash of the Titans, the 1981? Yes. <laughs> not, yes. not, the, not the shitty Sam Worthington one. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the 1981 uh, shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh. 1981's awesome with Harry Hamlin? Come no, on. Uh, all right, all right. But they had a better cast than that one. But yes, I got that feel for yep, it. Yep. Although it wasn't stop motion. And that's, yeah. why I was, that's why I was surprised that her, her sword didn't chop yeah. off her head because usually that was going to happen. That always works yeah. for when you when you were dealing I mean, with come a Medusa. On, with Medusa. <laughs> Just chop the head off. It works <laughs> like a charm. Um, um, at this point, Charming tries to... I mean, they're trying to get out of there now because they're like, okay, bad plan. Exit. Stage right. Um, and on their way out, Medusa's tentacle 
or something grabs Snow tail. Tail. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's not a tentacle because she's not an octopus. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. Serpent. Her bo- yeah. Actually, it's her body. Her right? body whips around, mm-hmm. grabs Snow, and she, in order to save her, Charming ends up getting stoned. <laughs> Pe- petrified, petrified, petrified mm-hmm. into stone. <laughs> which, yeah, we can say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he turns into so he funny. turns into stone. That's what we'll say. Um, <laughs> Gosh, okay. And, and now snows. You know, she's staying around. She's like, "How am I going to fix this?" Regina, who has been watching through the shield, can she just pop up kinda anywhere? Like a mirror. It was kind of like a yeah, mirror. that was looking glass. Mm-hmm. Looking Boy. glass being petrified at looking glass um so the looking glass she's talking to snow like wow i didn't realize how easy it would be for me to sit back and watch you defeat yourself because this was all her idea and it's basically her fault that charming's now like this so that gives snow the idea to use the shield as a mirror to get medusa to ultimately defeat herself by turning herself into stone which then releases charming from the spell. So that everyone was really who fast. was stoned, was really did they fast. all come back to life? That's what I want to know. Where were the other petrified people if people have gone in there to... That's the only thing I, I could assume it, is that everyone who got petrified by Medusa is now free of the petrification. But <laughs> then what happens to Medusa? She's just there? I don't know. Because I thought the thing with uh, people getting turned back to human form is that like you have to actually take off her head. This part, they just... She just turned into stone, but she wasn't really dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It, it was kind of conflicting a little bit in that way. It was kind of a contradiction. But I did, going back to Regina uh, appearing in the shield, I liked how they had that because, like, all evil queens mm-hmm. and all the Disney movies and stuff always turn up in, like, mirrors or mm-hmm. anything reflective. Reflective. And so it really goes to show that Regina at that time was really evil. Yeah. And she looked really good there, too. She did re- look awesome. really good. I like her She had an attitude. Hair. Yeah. Like, um, and another thing that we talked about when we were watching the episode was that when um, Charming got turned into the stone figure, I immediately thought of Prince Eric and you did. Little Mermaid, the, mm-hmm. the statue that was sunken on the ship that she has in her her closet of things. Her arsenal. Her, her, her arsenal <laughs> um, of things that her, her dad trove. has. trove. Yeah, yeah, her trove. Her treasure trove. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a nice little connection to Little Mermaid. Yeah. We did see her tonight, too. I I did find it ironic that Regina wanted to destroy her, uh, Snow, and somehow she's the one that saved her because she's the one that gave her the idea that Medusa can destroy herself. So that was kind of cool. And she does that a lot. So once Charming is back um, to being Charming, Snow finally tells him that the reason why, you know, she really wanted to defeat Regina was because she didn't want to start a family in a world where she didn't feel like it was uh-huh. safe. Um, but ultimately, she realizes that if it's not Regina, it will be some other threat. And she wants to get it on and pop in. It's time to start popping out babies. <laughs> With that dance. I love exactly. how many, dance. Yeah. I love how many times they said that in tonight's episode. They I was like, they're lot. bringing it up a lot. It was, yep. But it was still comedic at every time they said it. Yeah, and I wonder at this point, well, I mean, I'm sure at this point, um, Jennifer Goodwin knew she was pregnant, even if it wasn't announced yet. Right. So even during these scenes, it must have been a nice little, you know, inside joke between her and Josh Dallas, just talking about starting a family when uh-huh. she knew she had a baby inside her. So they've been wanting a family ever since they've been in the Enchanted Forest up to present day. 
in a while. And it got taken away from them. But I like that the overall message here was the message that was carried over into current Storybrooke, which is that, you know, you have to look for the moments, the good moments and the mm-hmm. bad. You know, there's always going to be those bad moments, but you have to live for the good ones. Yeah, the silver lining. <laughs> the silver lining. So... The silver lining here is that now we have fake Henry in Storybrooke causing all sorts of trouble um, for everyone. But it starts on a good note. You know, Belle takes Ariel down to the docks where Eric's working and chopping fish, which also (laughs) reminded me of The Little Mermaid. Yes, of course. Um, And then, you know, they're happily reunited. I was kind of sad that we didn't get to see more of them because, you know, we got a whole episode about their story and then it Mm -hmm. was kind of broken up their reunited that's, front. That's just, what I thought too. I was very surprised that we only see their unification for a snippet and they kiss and then that's it. I thought when you mentioned that Eric was a statue in her arsenal, whatever mm-hmm. we want to call it, I thought, oh, maybe they're, that's going to like tie into present day and maybe something's going to happen, but nothing happened. And I was a little disappointed by that. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. I don't know, but I think it was nice to see this quick moment because that's that's what it all really led up to is they're reuniting and now they're finally back together so i i think it was just you know that little bow on top of that storyline but he seems so nervous he wasn't as excited as i would hope a man who hasn't (laughs) and i guess he i guess he decided to stay single Instead of, because in the original Little mm-hmm. Mermaid, he ends up marrying, you know, someone else. Uh-huh. So I yeah. kind of thought that that was going to be the twist in their story was that when she sees him again, he's actually married and like in love with someone else. And, and he's, I'm surprised also that he's a fisherman too. Isn't he just a yeah. prince? Like, oh, the irony. He's also the hottest Disney prince, just saying out there. <laughs> Cartoon version? Cartoon version. Okay. Cartoon. <laughs> Cartoons are hot sometimes. Cartoons are hot sometimes. <laughs> um, so while they're having their happy reunion, Belle looks up in the sky, and here comes the flying ship um, with everyone from Team Save Henry coming back. Jolly uh, Roger. The Jolly Roger It looked back. like a skull coming in, I thought. It did kind of look weird coming mm-hmm. in. From like a distance. face, like a creepy face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, everyone's happy to see them. They're The whole town, or at least, you know, the people that we know in the town, all came out and were applauding for everyone. Everyone's hugging, and then you see Regina kind of off on her own. And I uh-huh. felt bad for her because it's like, it's like when she saved Emma and Snow the in season two um, when they got brought back from um, oh, right. the Enchanted Forest. And everyone's all happy and doing their thing, and she's left out again. <laughs> yeah, poor yeah. Regina. But I was happy that Snow did point out, you yes. know, that this wouldn't have been possible without Regina's help. And so they did find a way to include her in everything. But one thing that Corey pointed out was, why isn't anyone surprised that Neil's alive? <laughs> because last they heard, he had been shot yeah. and mm-hmm. sent through a portal, and everyone assumed he was dead. A little too quick for me to be... Uh, and now everyone's just like, oh, hey, you're back, too. What's up, Neil? Give you a hug. <laughs> Instead of being like, I thought you were dead. Yeah. How'd you get with them? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it, you know, that at the end of season two, really the only person who might have known that Neil was possibly did was Belle because he was with Rumple. But all that happened so fast, like, they they had the whole shootout at that um, 
one place with mm-hmm. the, the fish, the, the tuna factory place. And then they all just hopped onto the ship really fast. Yeah. So I yeah. I don't think they had enough time to tell the the whole town that, oh, Neil is possibly dead and he was shot. So but I, I, I would assume a bell would yeah. let them know what's what's up. Yeah. When she's like, you know, protecting everyone, mm-hmm. being like, okay, this is this is the deal, this is what happened. And I, I love that. I think she did everyone. say it in the ep- sorry, in the episode when I think like when we got to see mm-hmm. Storybrooke a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago and she and it was the flashback to, you know, what happened right after they left. I thought she said something about, you know, they took Henry and they shot Neil mm-hmm. and he went through a portal. That's what I thought too. Anyway, I let just, us know if you guys remember this yeah, or not because yeah. <laughs> it's slipping my mind right now and I feel like it happened, but I'm not. Yeah, so positive. much happens. So all much the time. happens all the time. But I, I do love the moment when all of them were getting off the ship. It was kind of like a clown car. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, Wendy's on the ship. Yeah, it was and unreal. Felix is on the ship. All these people just kept coming off. Like they came back with more people than they did when they first got there. So yeah, it was, it was like a fun. montage of coming back from war. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it really did. With everyone being greeted and stuff. It's very cute. Um, at this point, we find out that, um, you know, the shadow is trapped in the sail, and the only person who control it is Peter Pan, who we have trapped in a box. Except that, that they don't. Okay, you guys, yeah. if you can explain <laughs> it to me, why is Peter Pan the one that can control the shadow, even though I believe it was Rumple who controlled it to get onto the sail? Because they captured it. Okay. Yeah, and then... I think when they that put was a it joint in- effort, you know, the, okay. there were more yeah. people that went into capturing that one shadow than just Rumple. Yeah, yeah, I just got very confused because they used there. the lamp to capture right. it, and then I think when they released it, they just they kind of controlled it into the sail. So you have to have some sort of magic to get it out. Probably the way that they did the spell with it do, in there. Do you guys wonder why they didn't try to once they got back to Storybrooke capture the shadow again so it wouldn't. I mean, to leave it hanging out in the sail it's a little dangerous I mean it's right? kind of like when so you know you save Henry and then you leave him alone in the bottom of the boat yeah just a little you bit know? it's light. like who does that <laughs> you, you spend all this time protecting and saving this person and then you let them out of your sight yeah I've too... been like too happy to be home to not even think about it yeah, yeah. cause I mean it even took them a while to get David the the um elixir, elixir. elixir yeah. to fix him because I kept screaming like why aren't they fixing him yet yeah. why aren't they fixing him why yet? hasn't he killed right. over yeah. <laughs> he's drinking this water how much water does he's he have he's talking about lasagna <laughs> he needs to drink that potion yes. um, and at this point we see I don't know what to call him because he's Henry but he's Peter Pan Henry Pan I, nah, fake Henry let's say we see Henry we see Henry it is talking Henry. to Felix I believe Adam Horowitz uh, hashtag Panry. Panry. Yeah. That's okay, we'll call Panry. Panry is talking to Felix, which conveniently no one really notices. Um, and then decide they're talking about their plan, and um, that's when he's like, "Oh, I have to get you in trouble because I need them to believe trust, me trust and me. trust me." Mm-hmm. So he calls over everyone, like, "Hey, moms." Such a Felix, <laughs> Felix is still out. What are we going to do about him? And I mean, that's already suspect because Henry's not like that yeah, anyway. Yeah, Henry would just yeah. call someone out. Mm-hmm. Everything that Henry did in this episode was so uncharacteristic exactly. of Henry that I was very surprised Regina didn't figure it out. But then I wasn't because 
I could also understand that all she wants is Henry's love, and that's what she's getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Pan clearly knows how to feed into that. So, yep, a little bit of television there. But I'm glad Emma was the one who like really picked up on all the cues. That gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Her and Olivia Pope got those gut feelings, <laughs> and they just go with I, it. I and don't they watch stick Scandal. Yeah. I should. Oh, you should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Rumple locks away Pandora's box with um, Hen- with Peter Pan in it in the safe in the bottom of his shop and says that the only person who can open it is him. So they know that Pan won't get released under any circumstances. Um, I think it was, sorry, I think it was interesting how even though Pan's the only one who can open that or like reverse the spell that he put upon the box, I thought it was interesting how everyone knows the location. I was like, if you're mm-hmm, the only mm-hmm. one who's going to go there anyways, why does everyone, why do everyone else have to know where it is? Yeah. True. So I was like, "What's the point of them knowing if they can't even get into it?" I mean, I get it, it was it, to let us to know, help, as you <laughs> but I don't know. It was Maybe just he's a trying to show them that he is changing. You know, he's letting them know where it is. You still can't touch it, mm-hmm. but at least I'm letting you know that it's here I and love it's Rumpel. safe. And gosh, I love Rumple. I, mm, I just thought it was interesting. Oh, and I love the conversation that Rumple and Bell had about you know. Your future is safe now because the boy wasn't your undoing. And mm. Bell's like, it's time for you to think about your future. I thought he was going to drop down on one knee and propose at that point. But it didn't happen that way. I, wanted- I don't think it'll ever happen. Like, But wouldn't so- it be fun to have a wedding in Storybrooke? We've seen a wedding in the Enchanted Forest. Who would but- go to Rumpel's wedding other than me? <laughs> I think people would come, but they'd sit on the bride side. <laughs> the groom might not have that many people on his side, but the bride would get some some seat Although fillers. Although we had a very cute uh, family moment when they were talking about family once he gave the elixir to mm-hmm. yeah. Prince Charming. That was really family cute. Yeah. I loved that. And they spent a Progress. lot of time at Granny's today, which was nice to see them back in their old stamp- stomping ground. Um, this is where they kind of go post-party celebration still going on. Mm-hmm. Emma gives Henry the book, um, the storybook, and his face is a little confused, almost like, what is this? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he clearly doesn't know what it is. Yeah. And that's when Emma gets her first inkling that something is off with Henry because he's not as excited to see it. And and that could be even more dangerous because with the end of the episode, and I'm not going to try to jump ahead here, but... Reading Pan, reading that book and getting the backstory of all the people mm-hmm. in Storybrooke, he re- he could really use that against for his advantage against everybody else. That's how he knew about Regina's magic place. Oh, I didn't yeah. put that together because I was true. I was wondering. You know, he was asking all these questions because I Possibly, mean yeah. we can talk about it. You know, he asked um, to stay with Regina when Emma tries to get it. Like, it's bedtime. He has to stay with Regina. And then when he's there, he's asking her a lot of questions about, did she bring her magic with her? Mm-hmm. Where is it kept? And this is all stuff that the real Henry knows. Yeah. About. And so Pan reading the book, he could get the stories of everybody mm-hmm. at Storybrooke. He could, like, really use that book to his advantage. Yeah. What else did we see, by the way, guys? We saw the Avengers comic book. Yes, we <laughs> yes, saw the so. Avengers comic book. <laughs> Shout out to Avengers. Shout out. Shout out mm-hmm. to Avengers. <laughs> um, and then, oh, we also had um, at the diner at Granny's, Regina um, goes to Blue, the Blue Fairy, and wants her to give Tink her wings back. Yep. Which I thought was very nice of Regina to follow through with that. And, yeah. You know, she is changed person so i will say that i am 
loving Regina. Oh, and Blue man. was a little snippy today. She was. Again, like, I don't know. Something with the tink really irks her. And every time she sees tink, right. it's just like, uh. What is it about her? She gets really dismissive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I understand having a people that kind of goes, always goes against your wishes and demands and stuff. So you might just get to the point where... Anytime someone tells you something, you just like already brush them off. Mm-hmm. But it it seems like it got to that point with Tink and Blue's relationship. But those are almost the best peoples because you can learn so much from them. There's something different, and so something's gonna. Yeah. I think Tink's got something going on. Yeah. Well, what we learn is that she has to believe in herself because that's how she got the pixie dust to work the first time. Right. Blue mm-hmm. even says, "You know how how can I believe in you if you don't even believe in yourself?" So that's something she's going to need to work on, clearly. Um, and then, sorry, I was looking at my mm-hmm. phone. Someone was tweeting Let's, me. Let, okay, how about <laughs> um, how Neil wants to go on a date with Emma. Yes. And he tells her, hey, let's let's go on a date. It doesn't have to be a date. I'll wait for you the next day. And if you don't come, you don't come. She doesn't show up. <laughs> How'd you guys feel? I was upset about this, telling Tiana, this is BS. I think Emma totally messed up. She'd rather be sitting on a rock instead of going on a date. And why should they be on a date? They have a kid. They've already declared their love for each other. But I don't I, think any... Mm. I think she's staying true to what she said in Neverland, that she wants to focus on Henry. But she's yeah, not he's back. Mm-hmm. He's back, but she still has her doubts about things. I mean, and he's back, but he literally just got back. Can she enjoy having her child right. for... A day before she being you wanna, ambushed. Wouldn't you want to enjoy your child with the father as well? Have a family again? But I'm not know. falling for this triangle thing <laughs> with Captain Hook. I am not falling for it. I'm, I, I'm not okay with it. <laughs> and well, she, Emma did say the line that uh, I'm. I something about that feeling that she she has to focus on Henry because she doesn't trust. You know, yeah, what's going she has. On. Her so gut is her, telling her something's wrong. Yeah, her mind is like all focused on Henry right now that she can't think about dating. Neil. And I'm sorry, give her a day. She's, you know, they she just, they got, just back. got back. Uh, <laughs> like, true. don't bombard me with this. You know, we just walked off the ship and you're asking me out but on a see, date again. But that's what shocks me, though, is she finally has her whole family back and she doesn't want to be with Neil again. That's but what I don't understand. It's also like what Snow says to her. You know, Snow used to be the same way. And what we saw in the flashback is that she can't think about her family because she doesn't feel like she will ever have time for it because there's always something threatening them. So yeah. she's just trying to get, you know, every time she takes a step forward, something comes and takes her three steps back. So she's just trying to get her head above water for a little while and be able to breathe and have a normal life because ever since Henry came into her life, her life has not been normal. And I think it's and she t- points that out too. Yeah. She points that out too. Um, and then, you know, we have, Gold, who finally gives the cure to David, um, and he takes it. And that was a little anticlimactic. It was a little anticlimactic. Just drinks this potion that looks like water, and like, oh, tingle, <laughs> and then, oh, I'm all better. And it was especially anticlimactic because he wasn't showing any signs of like being weak or anything. If he had yeah. been on a bed, you he know, just wants coughing. To get it and, with, <laughs> yeah, and with, all they want to do. Those two just are like some rabbits. They just are, <laughs> they were very horny this episode. <laughs> I mean, they just, just couldn't, they just couldn't, couldn't help, help it. 
Um, True love. I mean, I've even, got uh, Rachel in the chat saying that she's also 100% Swanfire, just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Swanfire. 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 <laughs> cool I, still want, I still want him to work a little bit harder to get Why? her back. He has, okay. I just... I just do. Well, and I think that Hook leg, is okay? intriguing. Right, well, Emma was considering going out with Neil. She didn't do it right now, but she was considering it. So it, it might not mm. be just like, not like she just ended it and calls it quits. She's thinking She's about thinking it. about it. And I loved her, um, her daddy talk, you mm-hmm. know, when Charming went to go find her when she didn't show up for the date. I thought that was a yeah, very was cute, cute moment because awesome. it finally shows them kind of connecting. He even says, you know, when him and Mary Margaret were sitting at the table, he's like, I got this one. And, you know, he goes to find her and make sure that she's okay. So I really enjoyed that. And I hope that we get more of those moments there's, with her and her parents. There's the same parallelism, uh, parallelism, too, with David said to Emma, you know, you got to find the good moments in within all the bad. Just what Snow mm-hmm. has said to him in Enchanted Forest. So I liked how he brought that and applied it to Emma's life. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Colin in, on Twitter called his uh, his little uh, notification a hooker bell. <laughs> hooker bell. I like that. <laughs> hooker for life. Yes. Hookers for life. Yes. <laughs> hooker bell. Hooker bell. Hooker I can bell. go with that. I think Colin O'Donoghue just loves the word hooker. <laughs> I think he does, too. <laughs> That's probably it. It's just a great hashtag name. Uh-huh. I love it. Um, so then we get into the exciting part because we saw that um, – Henry, what were, what were we calling him? The fake Henry? Henry. Henry. He has released, he's like, it's time to start some mischief. He's released the shadow. And then we finally see the shadow in action um, after Hook, who is stumbling around drunk, tries to get Tink to sleep with him. <laughs> um, they all hear, we hear a screaming and we see that it's, <laughs> Emma has an awkward moment. Like, yeah. wait, were you guys in? <laughs> yeah. Hook's like, Maybe we were. So funny. <laughs> Jealous. Jealous. So much. Funny. Mm, I yeah. know you have feelings for me. Um, but the scream is coming from Blue. Um, and so she's being chased by the shadow. The shadow yanks off her shadow. And like painful. Kills her. And I am so sad about this because. That sucks because she ended on a really bad note. <laughs> yeah. She ended. Off of like being a bad, just so quick, just like a a mean person in a moment, you um, know, and then and that was the last we saw. It was the last we saw of her. I, I'm hoping there's a way to get your shadows back. I I'm hoping we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, that. we were talking maybe like if they got the shadow back and put it into mm-hmm. the body that she could come back. I just kind don't like Hercules style, you know, yeah, putting yeah. the life essence back into. Just like Greg, it just seems too soon and sudden to mm-hmm. take a character who's been around for this long and just have them completely just be dead like that and and also yeah. neil was it neil who checked the pulse i forgot i think it was neil i think right? it was neil he did say she's gone yeah they didn't yeah. say dead they yeah, just said they did gone. not say dead so let's but then they the covered her with the gray blanket like it was a crime scene Maybe she's keeping her warm you know <laughs> keeping her warm till, keeping her till warm, then i mean she has no soul right now someone needs so. to do like a thing <laughs> but at this point is when panry um, I got it right that time. Very nice. Turns and is like, oh, but mom, I thought you said I was safe and the shadows, Pan can still hurt me. Protect me. Protect me. Um, and so Regina takes him to her mausoleum vault. Yeah, vault. sure, mausoleum vault. Vault. Also, yeah. What her, her place of magic, mm-hmm. um, to, cause it's the one place in Storybrooke that even the shadow can't get into. Um, and while they're in there, Henry, Panry, um, is, you know, scoping out the place, 
Regina says, make sure you don't touch anything. He sees a bottle, gives her a hug, grabs the bottle, and knocks her out. Now, my question for this is, how did he know which bottle to grab? Because nothing's clearly labeled in there. No. And it could have been something that actually, you know, turned her into a frog, or which would (laughs) have helped him too, I guess. Or it could have, you know, been something that turned her into a dragon, then she would have... I wondered that too. I think maybe Panry read the book and it might have been a detail in the book that we just haven't seen as an audience. Smart, maybe. It's possible. That's a good one. It might be. It might be that. Well, while Regina's taking a nap, everyone else has gone to (laughs) gold. (laughs) Everyone else has gone to gold um, to get Pandora's box. Gold is hesitant to give it to anyone because he's like, hey, I'm off duty for the day. What's getting Pan out of this box actually going to do. And they're like, no, it's going to stop him because we're going to kill him. And so they take Pandora's box to the town line where Emma has decided that she will be the one to cross over to the land of no magic, release Pan over there where he can't use magic to hurt her, and she's going to shoot him dead. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of a very graphic image of Mm -hmm. an adult thinking to shoot a child even though you know we know that pan isn't a child and he's an evil person it's still just that imagery of a adult shooting a child that doesn't sit well with me that's funny because i violent it didn't bother me at all because honestly peter pan is the actor who plays him is such a good actor he has such a maturity that i didn't feel like it was a kid (laughs) you know he doesn't feel like a kid but i guess just because i wasn't allowed to even point fake guns at people, you know, when you're a kid, and something about a gun. He's so evil, though. I know, no, but, but I, still, I think it's the, the he's thought a kid. of shooting a kid, yeah. yeah even though he's not a kid. He's not a kid, but it's mm. still in your mind, like, you see an adult standing there with a gun pointed I at guess. a child, and you're like, whoa, 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 what is happening here? Am like, I evil? I didn't see it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, you do love Rumpel and Regina, I so. do. That's true. You might have an evil bone in there somewhere. might have a little bit of that going on. Um, but when Pan comes out of the box, he turns and he's like, Mom, don't shoot me. So they have to have this whole thing. Gold is screaming, don't listen to him. This is one of his tricks. Shoot him, shoot him. Emma puts him up to the ultimate test. You know, there's all these moments. We get back to the moments in life. You know, Pan could have learned anything from Henry while Henry was in his captivity. Mm-hmm. But he can't know everything. So she asks him, when was the first time they connected? And you, I mean, gosh, That's Robbie sweet. Kay is just so great. Because the way so that he good. just embodied, you mm-hmm. know, in the whole emotion that is Henry that he would have had in that moment, you know, sharing about when they were at his castle and, you know, the book. And it was just such a beautiful moment. That's when Emma believes him. That's when everyone starts Mm -hmm. believing him. And then Emma's like, I was right. There was something wrong with this Henry. But now they have to find him. Mm -hmm. And so they go and they get outside of Regina's palace of magic. (laughs) I changed the name. Every time it's a different name. It's a different name every time. Um, And um, who was Hook and Tink are already there, but they can't get in. Uh, Gold tries to do some magic and can't get in either, and he Mm -hmm. has to really work for it. Um, But when they go inside, they find Regina, they revive her, they look at what he stole from there, and drumroll, oh my gosh, he stole the curse! Yep. And we see him and Felix, that punk um (laughs) you know standing there and he's explaining that this is the curse 
that brought everyone to Storybrooke in the first place, erased their memories, the whole curse thing, shebang all All over again, and that he wants to do it again, and this time him and Felix will be in charge, and they will create the new Neverland. Which goes back to if uh, Pan read the book, he'll know all the characters and then, like, reset everybody because he knows their background, and that... <laughs> he could really use that to his advantage. Wow, I'm really slow because I just put together again. Oh, yeah, I was wondering how he knew about this curse. <laughs> right. And I just said, oh, uh, yeah, to that. I'm really slow tonight. I, I'm but, on Team but, Tiana, too. I'm, I'm there with you. Because I was wondering, I was like, wait a minute, how did he know about the curse? Did he, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I guess he knew he because he had his spies. He also had, yeah, you know, his wait, did guys the book out have there the curse doing stuff. In it too? Yeah, it talked about the Look curse. Look how slow I am. Because slower that, than you. No, the, <laughs> thing, <laughs> the thing that makes me question is that because we know how the curse has to get enacted, you have to take the heart of a true loved one. So who will Pan take the heart from? See, I have Felix. all these theories about this, but like, that will get in predictions. Who is Pan's true love, oh. or like the the thing that like you hold most dear. That'll be in predictions. Yeah, because I think yeah. I, know I have what a you're huge one. Yes, of that, and yes. I'm thinking of someone for that too. Before we get into all that, though, I want to <laughs> thank everyone for watching us on YouTube and listening to us on iTunes. If you have a sec, please take two seconds to go onto iTunes, rate us, give us five stars, leave a comment there. Um, we got some awesome. Uh, reviews this week on iTunes. So we want to give a shout out to Ryan at Atlas and Butterfly Mom 89. Thank, Thank you, you for your kind words and for your five stars. Um, really did make my week reading those. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was really nice. You guys are amazing. You know, um, I just wanted to bring up that because I'm a Regina fan that <laughs> I was so surprised throughout the whole time that she didn't realize that something was going on with Henry being her, his mom and all, just how Emma has that motherly instinct, but she didn't. But then when she explained that it was because she really wanted to be loved, I felt so bad for her. Yeah. Because you know? that was the thing as I was watching the episode that I kept thinking about. Why is it Regina seeing that Panry is acting completely mm-hmm. out of character? Even the way he was so scared of Pan coming to get him. It's like Henry was never a scaredy cat. Never he was afraid. so he's no. so brave and just mm-hmm. like, no, I know that you guys got my back and we can take him down together. Henry would have been all on board and not that way. So the only thing I could think to explain it was that Regina was so lonely and so wanted his love so badly that she would believe anything that was said to her to make her feel that way. Yeah, yeah. and we saw in the last episode Regina's whole backstory and her true love for Henry because Henry's the one thing that she really truly cares about. And so when Henry was kind of reciprocating that love back to her in this episode, all she all she got was like, yes, oh my God, this is all I really wanted mm-hmm. from Henry is to protect him and love him and stuff. And so it was her opportunity to show that affection and then Everything else was just brushed brushed aside, and she didn't think about that. Oh, my son could be, uh, you know, Pan instead of Henry. So I think she she just overlooked all that because she just really truly had that chance to love and protect Henry like she always wanted. I felt bad for her though. I felt really bad for her. Um, But we'll see how that whole thing pans out. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to pans. bring up? Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize they did that. Just the Wendy got reunited. Young oh, Wendy, yeah, Wendy reunited. got reunited with her older brothers. brothers now, which I he, they're going to go home? How, how is that going to happen? And <laughs> I, yeah. 
<laughs> but that was a nice little reunion because yeah. Bay was also there. Yeah, you had a group and, like, hug. Group hug. And if you go home, are your parents there waiting for right. you? Um, do you still have a house in London? Does Wendy grow up? Yeah, yeah. I was like, because you're in Maine now, you have to mm-hmm. get to London. Can you leave Storybrooke now? I was wondering that too, but then because they weren't there for the curse, are they allowed to? They're different. Go stories. back and Train, forth right? Yeah. Right. over the cro- town line. Do they know how to get out of there? Do they? There's so Thank many you. questions, and I, <laughs> I mean, I know that everything kind of got distracted because you know there's an evil shadow going around. But I kind of wish we got to see a little bit more of these reunions, you know, like with Ariel and with um, Wendy and her brothers, because we spent so much time caring about everyone getting back yeah. together that I kind of felt like the quick payoff wasn't was so, really worth exactly. it. Exactly. Just like the how um, the elixir healed his wounds so quickly when we were worried for maybe five episodes that he was going to die or how was he going to make it, and how they have children. didn't see like, a visual representation of what no. the yeah. elixir was doing. Oh, mm-hmm. it was really physically healing him. We didn't see that. It's like, so, done. I don't know. It was okay. just things, like a lot of loose ends tied up yeah. in this episode, which I don't mind. But I kind of want to see the like the visual aspects and them yeah, actually yeah. getting tied up. And, sure, and a lot of things set up for next week because somehow they have to stop this curse from being re- like redone oh, again yeah. because I, can, I. I can't live through that again. Um, but I have some predictions on that as well. So do I. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay, I have my news on my computer because um, <laughs> I, I couldn't get to a printer. Um, so casting news. Lost alumna Rebecca Mater has been cast in a mysterious role for the second half of the season. They're not saying what her role will be, but she will be a major character with a major arc and she will be a villain. So there is a lot of huge. There's a lot of talk going around right now of who she could be. Um, It will be revealed in the after next week's episode, the winter finale, in the teaser that they do for the remainder oh. of the season, you will see who she is. But a lot of wow. talk right now is that she could be Cruella DeVille. <laughs> because it said it's an iconic villain who everyone knows. And, I mean, we already have Pongo in Storybrooke. Mm-hmm, Adam Horowitz had said um, at Comic-Con, you know, that Cruella DeVille was on the list of villains to really? be brought into the storyline. So. She has, like, no magic. Eh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you never know with their right. with their version of it. In other casting news, Alexandra Metz from the originals has been cast as Rapunzel. So we will be seeing her. It's so far just one episode. It's episode 14, um, which will start sometime in March. Um, and I'm just excited because I think it's great that they're do. It's it's a strange casting toy choice because the Rapunzel we all know has like long blonde flowy hair yeah, and this girl and is black mm-hmm. um, but, but I think it's a nice little twist to it and it's a good way to bring in more diversity to the show because outside of Lana Perea you don't really have in your main cast any sort of diversity going on we had Mulan for a little bit and then she's gone yeah Mu- uh, yeah, what happened? We have a to lot them? of British people in the cast. But, oh my gosh, know. what happened to yeah. Regina and Robin Hood? I wrote ah. that down. I was like, Regina and Robin Hood. Like, okay. There's all these questions, <laughs> you know, they're still yeah. out there. So I, I think it's a good, it'll be interesting to see how this Rapunzel plays out and yep, how I long agree. her weave's going to be. 
<laughs> I see, yeah, I saw that tweet of yours. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and I want to say thank you to at Ash Marie XOXO and at Chris James W for sending me links to news and gossip for tonight because then I didn't have to go find it myself. So Very good news and gossip. Good for thank you. Yeah, they're awesome. And then oh, and one other thing is there's episode 13's title has been released. It is called Witch Hunt. So. Hmm. Episode okay. 12, which is the first one back, is New York City Serenade, and then we go into Witch Hunt. So, something to fester over and try to figure out. So, let's get into our predictions. Okay. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Are you going to start, Corey? <laughs> okay. Because you, you're, like, really excited. Just, I was waiting, but... Okay, my prediction is, and I'm sure Tiana knows what, what I'm thinking because you're staring at me like, okay, all right, so... The, the, the young boy is going to be Rumpel's undoing. I believe that that's going to be Henry, but now I think it's going to be Panry. He's going to take his son's heart because that's the only guy he really, 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 really loves. But I don't want Rumpel to die, so there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. My prediction is that they will stop this curse from happening because they failed to stop Regina from getting the curse cast. So they can't fail twice. You know, like, you can't have the same thing happen again. So they didn't stop it the last time, so this time they will stop it because you have to have that balance in Uh Mm storylines and stuff. Plus, I cannot live through another season of people not knowing who they are. Me neither. I can't do it. I don't want to see that happen again because Mm -hmm. we just got over it and then Mm. we got taken away and I don't want to see that. So don't do it. Although it would be fun to see them feel like at the very beginning of them not realizing who they are because especially now that we have more characters Mm -hmm. then we can finally get their perspective of oh who the hell am I? (laughs) I wonder wonder in this alternate universe you know because like David was married to, I forget her name, you uh-huh. know, when he didn't know who Kathy. he was. So who is Emma with in this alternate world when the curse, mm-hmm. if the curse were to happen? True. Yeah, she, she, is she with Neil? Is she with Hook? Is she with Grumpy? I mean, the possibilities are endless of who people could end up with. Especially, and they they did say that, that they could have power over things, which probably maybe more people could come back over the line mm-hmm. or that would be interesting but uh pongo we, we mentioned pongo i wonder if we, we would ever see his human identity I because I, I know that he's a dog and in the 101 dalmatian storyline that we just see him as a dog but he can talk in the disney movie i mean granted he's an animated character <laughs> but I it's mean, once i mean come on they usually everyone has a dual person uh, yeah. Identity. yeah he was mm-hmm. a he was. person so i if they're gonna bring Cru- cruella i think we should see a human form of pongo that would be fun that would see. be fun and i also still want to know i know we said this a little yeah. while ago what happened with regina and robin hood when is he coming back into the picture because we were promised that she would have a love interest we met him at like episode three or something, and we haven't seen him since. So I need Regina to have some loving so that she yeah, because she's missing it. Yeah, she's missing and it. And what's needs going on with Aurora and Mulan? Since we're talking about these people that we haven't seen in a while, I would love to see more of them. Yeah, because they were they were up to something out there. Yeah, Mulan mm-hmm. was in love. Yeah, with possibly a girl. 
and we don't know what happened. Do yes. they get their happy ending? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, Mulan went and joined Robin Hood, so that's yeah, when they'll right. all come so back all together. All have to come together. So, guys, make sure you, you let us know what you want to see happen. We'll keep telling you what we want to see happen. Mm. <laughs> Where can they follow you guys on social media? A hashtag Swanfire. Uh, you can follow me <laughs> at K A O R I O U S Kaorius. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. Hashtag Hooker for Life. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. You can find all of the shows we do here at AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, make sure you tune in next week for the winter finale. It should be an epic episode, and we're very excited, and we'll see you then. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.